This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. Flawless. This week we're talking about Eraser. Yeah, you've been erased. Yeah. Don't move. This movie came out in 1996, directed by Chuck Russell as Charles Russell. Good old Chuck. Written by Tony Perrier and Wallen Green. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Vanessa Williams, James Kahn, James Coburn, and others. James, don't call me Jimmy Kahn. Nick. <laughs> there you go. Nick yeah. Chinlin sighting, by the way. Yeah, we got a John Slattery sighting. We got a, yeah. <laughs> a weird few. We got the guy that was Hank Azaria's partner in Gross Point Blank. There it is. All right, uh, who selected this? Alex, this smells like one of your movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I love horror right, movies. <laughs> so what was your history with this movie? Um, it was another Arnold movie. This is like during the time when he he was like a guaranteed box office hit. And so it was just a, the next one, the next action movie in his Rolodex. And we went to watch it in the movie theater. And I liked it. But I think as an adult watching it, I like it even more. And I'll tell you guys why later when we get into the lists. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Scott, what's your history with this? Saw in the theaters. Uh, I I don't think I, I enjoyed it with the same sense of irony back then. So like Alex, I probably enjoyed it more this time around. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to go on record as saying that this movie is pretty rad. Uh, not not as yeah. not as classic as, as other Arnie Fair, but uh, th- there's some. There's some amazing shit going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I too saw this in the movie theater. I remember this is back when I was having my Schwarzenegger crisis where, <laughs> you know, we grew up with him being Terminator and Predator and Commando and Deal and Red Heat and, and all that. True and then, Lies. True Lies. And then he had started mixing in Kindergarten Cop and Twins, which those are good movies. The junior and I just I was ready for some good action. This movie came out. I was looking forward to it, and I remember being disappointed with it when it came out uh, for various reasons. But um, it's still. I mean, he gets he gets a lot worse later on. So I guess <laughs> there's that. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people consider it, me included, like his last like really really good just Arnold vehicle action movie. All right. It's like the last uh, real like box hop box office uh, smash hit that he ha- that he had as the starring is like the main. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here. Yeah, because but you have Jingle all the way, but that's not an action movie. Batman and Robin. He was not the guy, although mm-hmm. he got paid the most for that movie. I bet that's his that's his biggest payday is Batman and Robin. Earned um, every penny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, end of days was crap. Sixth day never saw. Collateral damage was meh. 
There was Terminator <laughs> 3, which I think I didn't like it, but I think it was pretty big anyway. Like, I think that was a big blockbuster. Yeah, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. And then he became governor. So didn't make many movies for a while. And then he came back. Uh, with- and most of the stuff since he's been back hasn't been great. There's been some moments. The Last Stand I really loved. Yeah. <laughs> that one is good. Um, not, More not, Terminator movies. Not to digress too much, but uh, you are you guys aware of the the subreddit? Do you know who I am? I do not know that one. <laughs> Half of it's nope. about Tony Hawk, and it's pretty funny. But uh, there was one with, with Arnie the other day where I think it was a husky jumped up on his lap on his on his lap, and and uh, Arnie said that that Dutch was happy to see him home, so he named his dog Dutch, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, but then somebody else chimed in and said that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. As as usual, each of us are going to talk about seven items from the movie. Uh, Alex, lead us off. What's your number seven? <laughs> My number seven is the most obvious thing about this movie is that the CG is very dated. <laughs> it is bad. You can tell where all of it is, and uh, while at the time, you know, he because. They had such great special effects because most of them were practical, of course, in True Lies and all the other as all their action movies. Uh, plus Jurassic Park, of course, had all happened. And the special effects, the CGI gators, which I'm sure you guys will have more to say about, uh, looked awful. And uh, some of the stuff of him jumping, like when the, the container falls and everything, you could tell those, you know, everything was CGI. Well, part of it, anyways, of him falling off the crate, it, it, it just didn't age well. But seeing it as, as an adult now, I kind of see it like it's it has its charm. <laughs> um, OK, that's well, me anyways. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it has charm. It has something, but it has charm. All right, Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is the one bit of CGI which I thought was actually pretty cool, which is the uh, the the guns that they they don't they really don't know what to call them. Like, I guess they do an electromagnetic pulse, but they also are rail guns. But they're also like like powered by something. We never really go into too much detail on that and things. But the uh, I, I I like the the futuristic rail guns uh, in the. Like I, I kept thinking of them as like Goss rifles from, from like I don't know, like Fallout or something like that. But uh, they're the perfect dark guns. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. The, I, I, I like the effect of them shooting the, the kind of beam. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the green light was silly, but the uh, uh, the guns themselves I thought were were pretty cool, and it was something that I that I remembered uh, before I sat down to do it again. The CG of them walking around in skeletal mode uh, through through the lens or whatever was was pretty <laughs> bad, but uh, the the guns themselves I, I thought were pretty cool, uh, and uh, eventually leads to to some classic army shit later on as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I actually have that. Um, I have that as a honorable mention. Uh, the rail guns do look cool. That little smoke swirl effect that they leave behind in the right, right, yeah, it's pretty cool. I will yeah. say, 
in some scenes that that's maybe most of them I just noted toward the end like the smoke is there and then it just disappears there's not like a real good fading away of it it's just like it's there and mm. then it's like oh you have too many particles on the screen get them away get out of here <laughs> yeah but it was definitely a cool effect I remember liking it back then and I still thought it was pretty cool this time since we're on the subject just real quick there there was a really cool shot of when he's in the warehouse and he's getting shot up by all the rail guns and stuff and he actually runs through the smoke trail of one of them and it dispersed the particles dispersed like pretty pretty well done like pretty realistically i think that was the best cg shot in less than like half a second that was really cool okay thought i'd throw that out there all right. Well, my number seven is this plot. This movie seems remarkably similar to Mission, the first Mission Impossible movie. I, every time I kept getting like deja vu about some of this stuff. Like, uh, yo, you're very close to something on my list, and I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed, though. <laughs> okay. I'm just uh, saying, this makes me happy. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not crazy. I, I don't disagree with you, Jeff. Uh, in in my defense, uh, I I thought the plot the plot of this movie was so lazy that I never really made that connection. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the 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 stuff up in the plane and drugging, and then you know there's the good boss, and you're 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 on the outs, and you got to try to prove yourself. I mean, which is done in other movies too. But they, I just remember so many times I'm watching this like. This is Mission Impossible, and I wish I could bring up more points now, and I'll probably will throughout the podcast. Uh, but yeah, I just but then I was looking, and so this came out in '96, and I, Mission Impossible is not popping up in a Mission Impossible was before I, this. I think so. It had to be '96, the oh, same year. Wow, hmm. same exact year. So I doubt they copied one another, unless. One of the scripts went by and they passed on it and they just stole it to make their movie like in 94, 95. But it happens. Uh, just the whole thing about the, you know, the his boss, you know, the older guy mentor who turns on him, who's the bad guy the whole time. And then I guess there's not really a witness that they're protecting the or and then the oh, seriously, the breaking in to the Langley, whatever the version is in this, the yeah. Hall of Records. <laughs> having having an ambulance come in, fake all this stuff, bring him in on the gurney. Have, it was just—I <laughs> mean, it didn't. It wasn't executed as well as Mission Impossible. There was no Arnold hanging from the ceiling. I, I, I did ben like. Going, I, Toast. I I haven't seen Mission Impossible in a hot minute, but I feel like this movie had more movie gooey bullshit, like hacking bullshit, in it <laughs> than the Mission Impossible did, which is ridiculous for yeah. an Arnold Schwarzenegger action flick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have more, actually, him, I have more to say about that. Actually, yeah. I would say him being an eraser is his as his profession is one thing, and then going into this high tech company, accessing the other terminal, yeah. and just hunting pecking with yeah. his fingers, <laughs> yes, breaking yes. into everything. Yeah, I have I, one of my notes is Arnold <laughs> hunting and pecking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, all right, that's it. Oh, one thing I didn't, uh, forgot to bring up. I don't know if you remember that this they got sued or they had to change the name. I'll look us up that the company Cyrez. Oh, yeah. There was Cyrex computer like uh, CPUs that were coming out. They were a big competitor to 
Intel and AMD back then. And because they were too similar, they were the bad guys. They had something had to change with that. And I forgot what it was. You guys remember? So they they dubbed it. They went back and they had to redub. Like the the movie was already finished filming when they when all that came down. Mm -hmm. So they 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 changed it to what it's in the movie Cyrez. Um, okay. And I think they had to change some of the signage, maybe with CG or whatever. But um, yep. CG, they it does still kind of show up in a couple places as like CYX as like code for the name of the company or something like that. But I gotcha. Okay, uh, Alex, number six. My number six is I like the whole uh, Vanessa Williams going in to undercover to copy files. Um, I thought it was pretty neat. You know, they set it up really well with uh, Howard Stark telling her that everything's going to be okay. And then she puts on the camera. That's like <laughs> this very gaudy pin, <laughs> something that my mom, my mom would love to wear. And uh, she goes into the, to the thing. She takes the wrong turn in order to, to get to the spinny computers that they, you know, Rogue One stole for their big scene. <laughs> now, is that a... I, is that a real thing? Like, did the computer banks and stuff work like that back they, then? Where they had arms to pull drives in and out? That seems highly inefficient to me, but I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've seen that in other movies, too, and I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, because all that stuff looked so high tech that it's like, oh, I don't think they built all of this for this movie. It's like maybe they just borrowed, you know, a high tech company for this. Maybe I mean I I, I, they, I think they might have something like that for video like these stuff like that for VHS maybe I don't, I don't know like from hackers yeah like the getting hackers yeah <laughs> but that whole scene was was really cool it was tense uh, Vanessa Williams finally makes it out only to be called by the boss and <laughs> the whole thing has a fantastic. Pretty much the ending, like the climax of this whole <laughs> undercover thing when, uh, damn it, what's his name, Scott? James Cromwell. James Cromwell that'll, pulls that'll, out a gun. That'll do, Piggy. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. And then he blows his brains out and the bullet goes through the glass and, and <laughs> like opening a jet door in, in the middle yeah, of the flight. Yeah, Everything yeah. gets sucked out, like depressurized the office. It was so high up. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. I, that that shit cracks me up the the trope where somebody's so afraid about what's going to happen to them by like you don't know what you're dealing with so I'm just going to kill myself now and then it turns out the thing that they're dealing with is is pretty bad but like not that bad <laughs> it's just like yeah play your cards right maybe yeah, you yeah, could have like, flipped up some like, people it was like the beginning of uh like Men in Black when the the cephalopod or whatever kills itself it's like. I think he had time to get off the planet, dude. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it's it just weird. Like, like just to drive the point home of like you're in the shit now. Like, it was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Scott, number two, number six, number six, <laughs> close. So, you know, I I I didn't try to think too hard about all the plot points, but <laughs> all the holes. Uh, but the one thing that really bothered me, so so made the list, uh, is why did she or why did he fake her death at the end? That out of all the things in the movie, that made the least amount of sense to me. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, you guys can help true. me out with that because they were getting into that limo um, 
no matter what, right? Like, so that would have affected their plans at all. Like, I don't see why she, because she still hadn't testified. Like, they they give dialogue stating that she hadn't testified yet. So, like, why? But she was still in the courtroom, like, for the deposition or something, because she said, like, oh, you did great out there. And she's like, thanks. I couldn't have done it without you watching over me. When they were in the right, when they came out so, of the courtroom, I guess she did something. Yeah, I guess maybe she she started or whatever. But um, so I think it was just so you can have the line at the end of the movie. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Seriously, because like I was wondering, I forgot how this movie ended, and when James caught everyone kind of survived, and I was like, what the hell? And then. Oh, is it, they set this up for a sequel. Like it was just really weird. And then all of a sudden, it had just—I think they just wanted—they couldn't have the ending at the the docks or whatever. So they had—they wanted this whole erasure. You've been erased and mm-hmm. caught their train. Whatever the stupid line was. I don't know. That was my something. They just wanted to have one. Er- the movie's er- called Erasure. 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 <laughs> Erasure. Oh, Erasure. Always, I want to be with you <laughs> and make believe with you. <laughs> I live in harmony. Okay, that's enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I obviously just so they could spit out some lines. But like, as far as like why she needed to have her death faked, it didn't make any sense to me. Well, because they knew uh, General Kirby would come up to him and ask him <laughs> until the next time, and he didn't want to deal with that no anymore. Chance. So. No chance. Instead of that, he just silent and him. smooth as always. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, on to my number six, and it's the movie Gooey. It's pretty damn ridiculous <laughs> so in this. This is one of the better ones we've seen in quite a while. Yeah, no. This is that. This is the nine, the mid nineties. Man, movies were just computers, internet. That's the new thing, and just mm-hmm. they're in so many movies, and this and just with whatever they thought. It's it's not quite disclosure, and it's not quite. I'm I don't know. Yeah, not quite, <laughs> but not quite flying through the Unix system in Jurassic Park. But it's something. Jesus and, age. I, I, uh, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, it's just it's freaking ridiculous. And I mean, and along with the movie GUI itself is the actual, not the graphical user interface, the actual user interface with that the room that Alex was talking about. I don't know what the hell's going <laughs> yeah, on there. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. like, so. I don't um, know what I what I liked more the. The guy was like, I figured out how to get them. And then all of a sudden he has a layout of the entire building in 3D with, with every single node or workstation in there. Well, look at him. He's all skinny and pale. He's, he's a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like that more or the fact that they, they cut back to them inside of James Cromwell's office. And Arnie says something to the effect of, now we just need the password, but we only have five minutes. So, like, somewhere in that, and then they cut away to like a bunch of dudes running around or James Con chewing up scenery, and they they come back, mm-hmm. oh, and they're in. So they like cracked a, a password in five minutes. I mean, clearly, he must have had like God or something as a password, but they just they just hand wave like they never explain like how I, I was waiting for this whole thing of like, oh well. You really like baseball, so Yankees, and then like, oh, try he 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 was born in, in fifty three. Try Yankees fifty three. Oh, we're in like some some bullshit like that to happen. <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't even bother. 
Just they oh came to cut back, and all of a sudden they're in, and then we get to see Arnold hunting and pecking. It's just so good. Yep. Click, 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 click. <laughs> like they couldn't even have him fucking fake it. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe Arnold put his foot down and said, "Like, no, we're going to do this realistically." And he started going click, 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 click. I like when they first cut, uh, you know, someone's accessing it. Then it cuts to him in the office and just Arnold hugging. I knew they would have a back door into his computer, into the main. It just, oh, God, that exposition <laughs> talk there. Uh-huh. But yeah, the, the UI also, is. Uh, oh, they're, they're racing the disc remotely. I don't even know how the fuck that works. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is she plugs. Yeah. It, it copied on the CDs and just, mm-hmm. yeah. There's little, like those GameCube discs is what they're, what they're on. They were. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Like, why? The, yeah, never mind. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Alex, number five. My number five, and I like this stunt a lot, is when the the guy is free falling. He's doing uh, the skydiving. Uh, but he gets after the, <laughs> Arnold, which is awesome, plays chicken with the airplane and shoots at the pilots. That was great. But afterwards, <laughs> and this was yeah, some more to say about that. Yeah, that's a, it looked very much like a real stunt, like it was real skydiving, and and the the stuntman gets tangled up. Like I know it's you know on purpose and everything, but tangled up in the in the parachute, and uh, I'd never quite. S- seen that before or i don't remember seeing it in any other movie where the, he gets tangled up while free falling and he has to you know rip it apart real quick and get the other shootout i thought those those really cool stuff i don't know if they did it you know several times like on a crane or you know just jumping with wires and everything or if it was like an actual free fall mm-hmm. and he was like i don't know five thousand feet up well he had to fake wrestle with this parachute but yeah, no, i agree it looked pretty cool yeah i liked it you did. I was wondering why he didn't. <laughs> you did. You did like it. Like, yeah. No, I did. I more to this later. But when he's just hanging there, yeah, the planes. Yeah, first of all, that whatever. We're going to talk about the scene more, so I won't mention it. Now. I'll do it later. All right, cool. Um, all right, Scott, number five. Okay, uh, my number five, and Jeff, you kind of touched upon this, but like, I, I, I can't think of an Arnie movie where he's he's more of a Mary Sue. Like, so he's he's already badass one man army, like government agent, but he's also a hacker, but he's mm-hmm. also a master forger, but right. he's also a master demolitionist. Like, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. he's also a master skydiver. <laughs> he just <laughs> like they every time something comes up, it's like ah, fuck it. <laughs> Natural twenties <laughs> on every roll. And every roll. Yeah, I guess so. He, he, he can do it all. Uh, it was making me laugh. He's also a gymnast, which which we'll get to. Like, please, please yeah, save that one for me. Right. If, if you guys know okay. the iron list, but, uh, um, <laughs> just yeah, just hilarious. Like everything he can do in this movie, there's like nothing he can't do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my number five, and the time has come for the evil Gators. <laughs> oh my god not only is the cgi awful which it is it's that there's these the most vindictive asshole gators of all time they're just like, <laughs> it's like they don't feed them at the zoo no, apparently not <laughs> they trained to be assholes like, what? they're like monsters they're worse than a dinosaur 
really so bad <laughs> and i remember that being awful back then too and i i honestly i forgot the line your luggage <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was pretty bad and this oh, oh man the slow motion kill <laughs> that <last> skater <laughs> Oh yeah, whatever that blue effect was I, or whatever. I actually remembered. I had a flashback in the movie theater. I remember laughing out loud when I saw that. <laughs> that that whole scene was was making me uncomfortable with the strobing. Uh, yeah, like uh, it was making me nauseous. Yeah, I don't know. Just the, them gators and the, how bad they looked and how evil they were. That's my number five. So Alex, number four. My number four is the shootout at the cabin. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. Straightforward. You go in there. Then you get to see Jimmy Conn's uh, betrayal and that he hired these guys. But it, it was pretty cool. Action packed. Uh, to, you know, harkens a little bit to uh, Commando. Yeah, I was expecting the guy holding a valentine in his hand when yeah. he came in. <laughs> Mellow out, man. No. <laughs> It was cool. And, uh, yeah, it was James Conn just ruthlessly uh, asphyxiating that woman to death. Yeah, so I don't know. I The gym scene you're talking about, uh, Scott, I don't remember. But they, they, speaking of Commando, he at the port, when he breaks in, that looks like the same spot he breaks into in Commando when he goes to get the map. And if they fly away in the... <laughs> the aqua plane or whatever. Uh, damn, I did, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I don't. I don't have it in my list, but I don't mention. I did like the all, all the Italian stereotypes in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So. You're not using your inner workers to say it isn't so. Yeah, that guy was pretty good. <laughs> all right, uh, Scott, number four. Number four is the CGI Gators. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, did, I did laugh out loud for for some reason I was expecting him to run across them which <laughs> which would have <laughs> which would have been the, the best ball. thing ever fucking pitfall but yeah it, but it didn't happen so we settled oh, for this that would have yeah that would have uh, ranked this movie a lot higher <laughs> when we finally <laughs> rate this movie it would have been rated higher if that had happened uh, just, just uh, basically everything Jeff was saying uh, a couple and, and you Alex but a couple notes uh, on this, is there an exhibit somewhere that has like uh like the gators set up like that? Because that'd be pretty cool. I know that would be awesome, but I don't. Not that I've seen. I mean, I haven't been to San Diego Zoo in years. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been to the LA Zoo. That's I, I've been to the LA Zoo in like at least twenty years. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Uh, I'm. Just, I know they have like croc farms and stuff. Yeah, they right? certainly Down have them. South. Like, yeah, you can you can look at them, but to have like the kind of uh, like shark encounter thing from SeaWorld, but for yeah. for crocs, mm-hmm. kind of cool. But uh, anyway, the the other thing too is just how that whole kind of sequence ends, where they've they escaped and and James Coburn shows up and uh, there's cops everywhere and James Con. Tells the one dude, like, we need to tighten up all of New York City. Like, I want to squeeze his balls. I forget the line. <laughs> uh, I was so tight, I wanted to squeeze his balls. And then it cuts to police cars randomly 
shining spotlights on the side of the church, which made me laugh. Uh, but then they, they, I think they were looking for Batman, and they must have been. <laughs> short they, was like, "Oh shit!" Then, then they, um, uh, they cut to uh, the, the the Padre giving him the car, and then in the next scene, they're in Washington D.C. Like, how the fuck did they get out of New York? Like, it's not <laughs> like if they really were watching everywhere. <laughs> Like they're not getting out on a car like like that same car anyway. Right? Well, you heard you heard the the padre. The cops retreated back to their donut shops. <laughs> I guess you can't it. close down New York. They could have got out of New York City, but I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, just like maybe, maybe it was just the way they edited it together. Yeah, know they make a big point about it, and they didn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number four is at the end of the movie, one of the scenes at the end of the movie where uh, James Caan, it's like, it's, it's multiple things, but James Caan's on top of the the crate and then um, Murtaugh shoots it down. <laughs> or no, uh, Riggs hits the button. No, anyway, it falls down. There's a dummy on top of that crate when it falls. I don't know if you guys saw it. <laughs> I'd have to go watch it, it again. It oh, that's, was, that's the CGI that I was talking about. Oh, I don't think that was CG. I think that was a Bud Bundy, Al Bundy doll for Married to Children. They just stuck on the top of that thing. It looked so bad. Either way, it looked awful. And mm-hmm. then I love. You did mention the the gut, the crate opening up. Just I love how who packed this crate full of these guns? Like no boxes, not individually wrapped. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, not wrapped. The crate full of like guns. That. Well, they oh, they, they were, were in a rush. rush to get them to the Russians. Hmm. They were in a rush to get oh. them to the Russians. Whoa, mm-hmm. for a Russian attack. Mm-hmm. I just loved. So you think the guy on top was CGI or no? Because I don't think it was. It looked I too think bad. It was. Uh, I noticed the outlines look really weird. The animation was actually pretty solid, but the way it was composed with the film, it looked off. I was like, oh, I think that's CGI. I, I think that was. Or at least it was a bad composition or as good as they could get it back then of somebody falling yeah. off a crate and then they just put it into the film. Yeah, it looked like South Park animation. Just like, burk, 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 burk. <laughs> Kill Kitty. Uh, so that just made me laugh. And then like the way the crate just packed full of guns and they're just <laughs> literally <laughs> a crate full of scene. guns. I mean, <laughs> you know, speaking of I dummies, ex- I did like that dummy that Arnold slams into the back of the car at the beginning. That was hilarious. You guys don't remember that? Or he's no, carrying the corpses that. or the, the one corpse in the uh, body bag. Yeah. <laughs> he puts it in the back, but he slams the head on the, on the top of the car first. Also, I, I'm I'm no expert on on racing people, but, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. jamming a car into the East River is not gonna it's not gonna be that low it's not gonna be as low key as he thinks it's gonna be. Yeah, with a dead body. There's so trick. many. By the time they find, you know, they classify it, it'll be a different one. Yeah, I just thought of something. And John Wick, Sully plays the eraser, and in Eraser, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the eraser. Mm. There it know. is. Who's the better eraser? Uh, Arnold. Anyway, you don't have to answer that because it's a stupid question. But did you know, <laughs> and IMDb has Arnold Schwarzenegger is playing eraser. Like, yeah. is, doesn't he have a name John or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, John Kruger. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't put that at the end credits either. 
What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were going for a whole like equalizer thing at some point. Although I don't also think they ever called another movie. equalizer equalizer. Although as as played now by Queen Latifah. <laughs> Anyway, all right, yeah. Alex, number three. Right, number three is the uh, cool weapon tech that they used. And it's a shame that uh, the guns were the highlight. They were cool. Uh, but I really liked the idea of that corkscrew grenade. And I wish that this movie had a little bit more oh, yeah. gadgets like that. So <laughs> the, the grenade itself was, was really cool. The wrist mounted grenade launcher was dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, other than that, it was all just uh, the railgun. And also, speaking of which, the, the railgun is, uh, you know, it, it fires aluminum rounds at close to the speed of speed of light, yeah. which is OK, whatever. But the real <laughs> like game changing tech right there is the X-ray scopes. You can put that on it, like any weapon or just use it for scouting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they just no, didn't no, make billions no, Alex, just Alex, on the scope. No, no, no. They, they can only work together. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it works. The bullets go through anything. Um, as fun as it was to see dudes get launched, I I think what would more likely be to happen is oh yeah, just they would just get liquefied. Like it would just shoot straight through them. Yeah, and they wouldn't feel it, and then they take and suck melt. out the organs on the way out. Like, yeah, close to the speed of light. For fuck's sake, yeah, that would just. Go right through you, <laughs> and 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 into the ground and through the earth and eventually come out in mm-hmm. Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, it only depends on how strong the bullet is. That is true. But there's, That's true. It's aluminum. Uh, so. You're right. It is aluminum, but still, they. <laughs> but it would go through a person. Yeah, it would go straight through somebody. Oh yeah, I mean, even in the old westerns where the guys fly back, that's not that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we weren't nope. there, Jeff. What was that? I, uh, I saw Mythbusters. <laughs> yeah. What was that fucking uh, movie where everybody was flying on wires after they got shot? Uh, happened a lot in Desperado. No, not Desperado. Matrix. This was like the gimmick for this movie. Fuck. Die Hard was in it. Die Hard was in it? Yeah. I can't Alan think Rickman? of his name. <laughs> no. Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis. Thank you. Yeah, and it was, was set in like... Reginaldville Johnson? <laughs> yeah. It, it was set like in the 20s or 30s. And oh, yeah, Bruce Willis okay, is just going, okay, yes, remember? Yes. That was that was Last Man Standing. And that was like a... Okay. That that was like a a, a, a take on Yojimbo. Oh, okay. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> but I haven't seen this Where movie guy, decades, Like Stranger so. Comes to Town and plays off two factions against each other. Oh, okay. I mean, same thing in um, uh, not yeah the Eastwood movie Fistful of Dollars maybe maybe it's that one yeah. for yeah either that or for few dollars more one of the dollar movies I think it's Fistful of Dollars anyway okay anyways okay, okay. Where uh, we at? <laughs> yeah I think we're at Scott number three my number three is the. I'll save I'll save this for Alex. I think he wants to talk about it more. Or the the jet scene. Uh, no. Okay. I have no more the, to talk about it. The idea of a jet trying to ram somebody <laughs> parachuting <laughs> is is absolutely brilliant. 
Yes. <laughs> I, I yeah. fucking loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> so good. I, I I was I I was giggling through that entire scene because it was just so over the top, ridiculous. And then yeah, he shoots out the cockpit. Like it's so <laughs> so good. And then yeah, we get the cool skydiving sequence with uh him getting the whoever the stuntman was getting it untangled and then uh basically pulling his his backup shoot like twenty feet from the ground. Uh so I don't know about that yeah. and things. But yeah, the idea of trying to ram somebody and then like this was like a full size jet too. This wasn't even like a private <laughs> like I, I have no idea how difficult something like that would be in real life, uh, but I love love the idea of it. Uh, so yeah, that that's my my number three. Uh, not even the most ridiculous thing in this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not by a long shot. All right, um, I have more to say about this later myself. This is higher on my list. <laughs> um, but my number three is the eye ties and the bulldozer. <laughs> yeah. I, that was fantastic. I completely forgot about that. That was <laughs> one of the few thing. things I did remember from this movie. I was like, I just know at the end of this movie, these these guys show up in a bulldozer, just waving their machine guns back and forth, shooting non-union members. Oh <laughs> Say it ain't so. That, oh, that was the real beef. Not not that they were communists. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Well, Scott, they're not communists. <laughs> they're a federation. Yeah, that's of right. That, 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 I thought that made me laugh. That might have been that the funniest awesome. line in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was so so corny, but I liked it. I I always love that that trope where yeah, they're criminals, but they're not communists. God damn it! <laughs> they're not oh, yeah. Nazis. God damn it! Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> We can, we can always kill. No one kills people in my town except me. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. It's the Godzilla 2000 ending, basically. Right, right, right. <laughs> this is my city to wreck, motherfucker. Also, I, I love that actor. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy that played Jimmy Two Toes or whatever his name was. Tony Two Toes. Pull up the cast list here real quick. Oh, shit. Somebody Scott doesn't know. Yeah, like the bigger guy, the the old guy, the guy that was in charge. Oh, the name is Tony, Joe F- F- Joe Federelli. Yeah, that guy's fucking awesome. That guy's like I only plays that role, by the way. Yes, <laughs> which, which <laughs> yep. you can understand, but understand why. But he's, mm-hmm. he's great at it. It's always fun to see that guy pop up. <laughs> Known for bullets over Broadway. Analyze this. Analyze that. There you go. Probably a Coke commercial or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we now? Alex, number two? Mm-hmm. Okay. My number two is the ending fight scene at the docks. The shootout at the docks. Uh, that had everything. Uh, everybody everybody was packing a real gun. Everybody was using 3D. Uh, Arnold with the amazing fake out. He threw, just throws a shotgun out there. The idiot goon is like, hey, what's this? <laughs> gets mistaken for Arnold, gets taken out. Cat almost gets killed. Uh, what else am I missing? I don't want to talk about <laughs> the gymnastics. That's Scott's territory. Uh, yeah, the crate falling down. I really like that they beat the shit out of Arnold in this 
in these scenes because that's really the only way that Jimmy Conn was going to have a chance <laughs> at the yeah. end. Is there still a way if it was like even at 80 percent, Arnold would have just laid him out? This, this movie is just Arnold pulling stuff out of his body. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was an acceptable amount of Arnie doing that, by the way. Uh-huh. I don't mention. Uh, I, I don't remember a movie oh. since like Total Recall with more <laughs> of the <laughs> than, yeah. than this movie <laughs> pulling stuff out. That screw to the hand though was way. I was like, oh, I was wincing at that scene more than at the the spike on his leg. But it seems like the spike on his leg just, you know, that hole just healed up right away. Wolverine style. Even his arm at the very end, because he's holding it and like, you know, he's, uh, you know, it's dangling there. He jumps on the container. He's holding it with one arm. But then later on, he's totally using it the other hand again. (laughs) Yeah, healed up. Yeah, shades of uh, uh, Commander Anderson. Getting shot in the shoulder. Yeah, it's fine. Having to protect the girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most bulletproof part of your body is the shoulder. Yeah. I oh, probably shot him with a 22, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a BB gun. Oh, God. All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Okay. So, my number two. Uh, so, th- this did feel like classic Arnie, um, at least, uh, well, more so toward the end, but throughout the movie, just just all the ridiculous bullshit that he does. But uh, like when he pops up out of the floor and then grabs the two rail guns and starts dual wielding them. Oh yeah. <laughs> a fucking human awesome. tank. Like nobody can like shoot within five feet of him. <laughs> he just keeps mm-hmm. like plowing through everybody. Like the very first shot is like, he, I don't, it didn't even show what he hits, but like five dudes go flying in an explosion. <laughs> like, just classic Arnie. Yeah, like finally he had to the the whole movie. He went with the he went sleeved for the whole movie to the end. <laughs> show mm-hmm. show off the other guns. Uh, yeah, just just classic Arnie. Uh, indestructible one man army. Uh, it, it was fun. Been been a while since I saw something that wasn't like Commando that that he did that that I enjoyed. <laughs> Yeah, dual wielding, dual wielding rail guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my number two is just a little line, and I think it's just it was just a cute little line by that girl when he falls out of the parachute to the ground, and he's like, "Where <laughs> am I? Earth, yeah. welcome." <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was a cute little line. I yeah. thought it was. <laughs> she has better timing and <laughs> reading lines than Arnold does for her lines. Yeah. So. There it is. Uh, I mean, 96. Was this Men in Black or Independence Day as well? Like all around the time? Everything was aliens. Yeah, that is true. Maybe the original script. <laughs> Arnie's Arnie done. So he's he's definitely done El Diablo. And he's definitely done science fiction. <laughs> yeah. Has he done uh, Aliens? Predator. Predator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Never mind. That's a dumb, yeah. Sorry, that was a dumb question. Yeah, that's fine. Because I was like, oh man, that'd be cool if he was an alien. Oh wait, he killed Predator. Uh, Jeff, just because you mentioned a, a funny line, um, uh, get an honorable mention out of the way, the line that made me laugh out loud, going back to the scene where they're, they're hacking the computer 
and they they get the information that they need that they're going to be delivering this shipment of these guns to this this Russian terrorist dude. And Arnie turns to Vanessa Williams and, and says, there'll be a whole new era of world terrorism. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was a good line. That was one of those, all the worst parts of the Bible kind of, kind of line. Yeah. <laughs> a new era of world terrorism. That's like 9-11 times 23. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? New idea. <laughs> All right, Alex, number one. My number one, and I think this might explain your deja vu that you were getting throughout this movie, Jeff, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I might have been overthinking this also, but uh, hear me out. This movie, and I think this was a calculated move, at least at some part, is meant to be like a capsule of every action movie up until that point from the 80s until then. Because you have a little bit of everything from like a, a bunch of movies, even stuff that you haven't that pops up in later movies. So uh, I'll, I'll run down the list of stuff that I saw. So there's, of course, you know the one-liners. That's classic. Every every action movie has that. But there's the skydiving, uh, which is uh, uh, Point Break. Okay. Uh, uh -huh. There's a lot of echoes of Commando. From Let's Party that was written on his jacket at oh, the yeah, back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Let's Party. Yeah, Let's Party. And then the cabin scene. And it even had the truck that looked a lot like his his truck in Commando. Uh, they had the guitar rips from Lethal Weapon. Uh, they had they, did. they had uh, some future weapons and stuff like that. Nothing to nothing like uh, Total Rico or anything like that or, or gadgets and stuff like that. But they had future stuff. Uh, they, they were the marshals chasing a fugitive. Eh? <laughs> there was even uh, uh, breaking the gator tank, which is a lot like, again, Mission Impossible, breaking the fish tank, and also another lethal weapon, breaking the fish tank again in order to get out of the situation. Uh, there's... <laughs> This one might be a little bit of a stretch, but face off when him and Jimmy Conn were shooting at each other through the, at the bulletproof glass, but there was a bit of a reflection on each side. Uh, there's uh, Russians <laughs> and uh, a little bit of Rambo when uh, James Conn says uh, he's trying to get to his men and Arnold just says they missed. It's a little bit like uh, Murdoch, I'm coming for you or uh, your worst nightmare. Uh, there's the mafia guys. Uh, this is just, I don't know, just mafia guys. Uh, the CG skeletons, which you guys brought up, which also total recall. Uh, so this, this movie really has, if, if somebody asks you, I, I want to watch an action movie that encapsulates like a lot of great moments about what action movies were like in the eighties and nineties. It's a racer. The, the only part I'm going to say no on that is the truck thing, but everything else I have no argument for or against. So. Which? What truck thing? You said his truck from Commando. It was similar. I didn't say it was the exact one. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying that one's a stretch. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's also a little bit of Birdcage in there. Huh? Left Not an action movie, but it, it was around that time, right? I don't think Arnie was in that. No, but it was a movie from around that time. I didn't say all of these were like specific to Arnold movies of the past, just in general. Okay. Sorry. I lost track. Cause you're naming so many different things. Yeah, I know this movie has everything. 
Hmm. There it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gonna have to disagree with most of you there. I mean, yeah, it does, but you can probably say it with any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. No? Not to Or is this it, very but, lazy rating? These guys were just watching a bunch of Arnold movies one night and they put it all together and made the movie. <laughs> Maybe. But not to this degree. It's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like similar to like this movie. But every like every so often, every few scenes, it's like, oh, this is a lot like this movie. Now this is a lot like this movie and this movie and this movie. It was it was too much to be a coincidence is all I'm saying. OK. You missed like this has a lot of. Uh, is it Grisham or Crichton movies that were coming out off, off of their books oh, in yeah, the 90s? The, the, the That's right. Yeah, that thrillers. too. Yeah, John Grisham. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Pelican Brief and... Mm-hmm. Hacking. The Firm. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Scott, number one. So I knew what my number one was going to be before I sat down to watch this again. <laughs> uh, and it did not disappoint. I... I, I stopped rewatch this scene several times. Uh, th- this would have been one of those scenes that, if Alex and I were watching this like twenty years ago, we would have spent like an hour and a half laughing our asses off just rewatching this one scene over and over again. Like after one of us got off work, like the late night or whatever. And maybe maybe some alcohol had been involved. I don't know. But uh, the the part when they they're on the pier, like toward the beginning of that that whole sequence, when he's on the roof. And they, they he makes some noise and they turn around. So he does like a one and a half gainer. <laughs> like he does like the flip twist off, and like basically lands tapping them on the shoulder. Like he doesn't even like land on them, but he but he sticks the landing. Mm-hmm. Easily the most ridiculous thing in this movie. <laughs> uh, there's yeah. there there cannot be anybody involved with the filming of that scene that didn't know how ridiculous it was. Uh, I, I imagine everybody signed off on it. They're like, fuck it. Like, there's just, there's no earthly reason why, why his character should have been able to do that. Uh, you know, especially Arnie and his, how old was, how old was he when he did this? Like late. He was 96. He would have been early fifties, mid forties. Yeah, the, the, late forties. Yeah, I don't know that he ever did a flip uh, in his uh, life, let alone fifty-two. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's just him doing that flip, that front flip and twist off the front is so fucking hilarious. I, I, I just, I, I'm at a, a, a loss for words. It just, <laughs> my, my, one of my favorite things in a movie ever. It, it's just so like you can't. You, you couldn't come up with something like that. I, I don't know why, how. <laughs> I, I probably, you know, it was the 90s, so probably massive amounts of cocaine. But uh, just the fact that somebody came up with this, the, the stuntman blocked it out, blocked it off. They they went ahead with it. It, it just, it, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a miracle of modern filmmaking that, that they, they put this in this movie. And uh, it, it, it pretty much validated the whole first, I don't know, hour 45 or, or however long it was at that point. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's my number one is the, the one and a half gainer he does off the warehouse roof. Uh, I don't even remember this. <laughs> it, uh, Jeff, it you got to go, fucking ridiculous. Do, do yourself a favor and, and go watch it when we're done. 
<laughs> skip the movie real quick. It's like at the beginning right. of the the sequence before all the action really starts happening at the mm-hmm. where at the pier. Okay. Well, my number one, we already talked about it a bunch. It's the parachute scene. Uh, just the way it starts with him busting the door open on the airplane just and reaching for that parachute like five different times before he actually grabs it. Um, but just him, I thought that was just cool. They had your, your uh, well, I guess it would be 90s feats of strength where mm-hmm. he rips the chair out of the plane so he can throw it into the engine. That <laughs> <It> was awesome. <laughs> and then jumping, catching up to it, and then just <laughs> putting it on time, hanging there. Yeah, turn this plane around. The most ridiculous goddamn thing I've ever seen yeah. in a movie. Played right at him. Like, okay, it was, I mean, this is definitely a better way to do it, the way they did it, him shooting at it. But I was like, I know these things have emergency shoots. Why did he just cut the main shoot and then drop a thousand feet and then redeploy the emergency shoot? But the, I think they did it better. <laughs> but, oh, it's freaking ridiculous. Uh, the main thing is the airplane just turning on a dime and coming back at him. Like, how long would it take a plane to make that turn? First of all, it would yeah, be geez. yeah, hundreds of miles away before it even complete that turn. Yep. Plane uh, that size, yeah. God damn it. It's good stuff. Is, is that a th- I mean, do they even have parachutes on jets? No, right? Because you can't really jump out uh, of them, right? Yeah, but this is a U.S. Marshall jet. I guess. A super swank jet, by the way. Yeah. Now I see where all, Air our, Force our, where our government money's going, gee. All our tax mm-hmm. dollars. I wonder if that was like the Air Force One set or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe. See? Air Force One, get off my plane. Yeah. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Oh, Sven Thorson. Oh, yeah. Sven. Sven's Sven oh, setting. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Sven. He's one, <laughs> one of the Russians shooting back from the boat. All right. uh, I had one. Uh, we guys already talked about it. The real gun is real gun is awesome. Special effects awful, but the the dude from the Rock is in this. Poor guy. Oh yeah, guy's, he's like, <laughs> the guy. Schmuck always gets murdered in these movies for being innocent. <laughs> Typecast as a red shirt. Yeah. Which guy is this? Yeah. What's going he, on, sir? Our protocol is to call in any change of uh, change of location. Oh, that guy on the Danny, airplane. Danny yeah. Nucci. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then remember in The Rock, he's the one that's... That's right, he's like the last one alive, right? The last of the... Yeah, they all get destroyed in the shower scene yeah. or whatever. Don't and then, go. Yeah. And then, what mission is this? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Disarm a couple rockets. I forgot the whole line. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> what fucking money? There's no fucking money. There's uh, no fucking money. So, uh, honorable <laughs> mentions for me... Um, uh, uh, Start with uh, one of the trivia lines, which I thought was really funny. Uh, the producers originally filmed a romantic ending, but it didn't test well with audiences. Yeah, <laughs> audiences, are, which his audiences are racist. That's which, why. which I I can't imagine why, because like <laughs> just nothing but chemistry dripping off the screen with the two of them together. Jeez, oh, I know. It's like, yeah. ugh. <laughs> so but, we never talked about her. She wasn't very good in this. Yeah, yeah. She was I mean she was fine. I guess I appreciate that she up until the end, she there wasn't a whole lot of like damsel in distress stuff going on. <laughs> I mean she had no problem shooting people yeah, for a person yeah, who's never held a gun yeah, before. Her. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a kill shot. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then she got to sing one of the songs over the credits. I don't know if you guys stuck around for that. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> break my heart. That one. He's a lethal weapon. Yeah, oh, that's the one. Yeah, you're about to be erased. Yeah, you've been erased. Uh, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Huey Lewis and the news yeah, need to do. <laughs> Won't you do when you're being erased? Uh, that I uh, just want to call it uh, one plot hole. Oh, so, sorry, real quick. This also proves Arnie doesn't have a. Uh, his the leading females in his movies are rarely white. We've talked yeah. about this before, and I forgot That's about this one. Yeah, yeah, he's got a type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demure. Um, <laughs> athletic. He he was married to a Kennedy that was too much white for him, so he had to go elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pasty Irish. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so um, one plot hole. How <laughs> what? Yeah. How uh-huh. did he get from the roof of the Cyrex building back to the ambulance and and get away? Yeah, he just jumped off. Okay. He <laughs> landed perfectly. Yeah, he did he did another couple front flips and just stuck <laughs> landing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. Uh the other thing too that, that I laughed at out loud at the very beginning of the movie is uh when he starts fucking murdering people like he's a marshal he's not even like cia special whatever he has no trouble killing people <laughs> I, yeah. I get that he's like part of a special sect of the u.s marshal service but but still <laughs> it's a little excessive mm-hmm. but uh when that one guy steps outside and the rope gets tossed around his neck and he gets lifted up into the air like completely out of the shot yeah like where the fuck was arnie standing to do that because the, the exterior from the, the exterior <laughs> of the house, like I don't think there was a like anything over the door. Like, anyway, it made me laugh. It was just like so over the top with the over the top over the top with the yeah. See over the top. Just yeah, just showing that <laughs> little off-screen Arnie is a is a murder machine. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's that's All it. Right. There'll be a whole new era of world terrorism. <laughs> All right. Well, let's rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being garbage, seven being perfection. Alex, I'm afraid to ask. Where do you have this movie? Uh, I can't. I can't give it a six. I want to, but I can't. It's not as good or it doesn't have like some of that charm and stuff that other his other movies have. But it's got a lot going for it. So it's a strong five for me. Okay, Scott. You know, I I really did enjoy this. It was too long, but oh, yeah. uh, I've had I enjoyed Arnie being Arnie. Just all the again all the Mary Sue bullshit, the 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 massive <laughs> plot holes, the the ridiculous shit going on in this movie. Uh, Jimmy Con chewing on scenery. So I'll, I'll I'll give it a five too. Okay. Um, I, I'm giving it a four. I did not hate it, but I did not like it either. It was just right there in the middle. Like, sure, it's fun. It's an Arnie movie. But if I, you put down six Arnold movies in front of me, uh, this would be well, you know, not going to be the one I'm going to watch. Yeah. So there it is. You're looking now. It's now it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Alex? It is our top five assumed identities. 
All right. All right. Uh, my number five is actually a uh, TV show <laughs> that was pretty terrible, but my dad loved it. So we watched it every week and it was it's called The Pretender, where this genius guy would pretend to be somebody every week and he would assume like a, a different identity. I remember so, yeah, that show. Nothing specific. Yeah, no, nothing specific pops out in my mind from that show. It's just he he was a different person every week. Okay. Yeah. It's very similar to my number five, but it's not. So all right. Uh Scott, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, so uh, I don't want to spoil anything about this because I think I'm actually going to put this on my list. Uh, but there was a movie from the 80s called No Way Out. It was a political thriller. Uh, hmm. The Kevin Costner. Uh, that One of the, the big plot points of the movie is they're, <laughs> they're trying to track down uh, this, this person that's like this mole in the movie. So you're spending like most of the movie trying to figure out who it is. So I don't want you to spoil anything, but did he yield? He did not yield. Yeah, he did not yield. <laughs> kill, him with the, kill him with that, Alex, because that's like not even the best line <laughs> like by far that he delivers in that movie. That's the one you, that I you know, gravitate he on. It, he says it Holy so much. Shit, do, do you yield? Oh, my gosh. It's like that was Custer's default <laughs> whenever he was in a sword fight. All right. Well, my number five, it was a TV show that came on every week. This guy assumed an identity, but he leapt into it. Uh, uh, Damn. That's a good The imposter. (laughs) Quantum Leap. Oh, Quantum Leap. (laughs) God damn it. Um, I did not watch this show religiously, but I did watch it enough. And um, yeah, there it is. Every week. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's a sci-fi take on it, but whatever. Yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw Scott Bakula the last time I was at Disneyland on Big Thunder Mountain, but no one else believed me. <laughs> he probably leapt out was it, was as he soon like, as he got off the ride. Was he, was he like playing one of the goats? I don't, I don't know what you... He was in line. He was, oh. he was hanging out. <laughs> he, was, he was enjoying the party. Okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> you see, you see the, the dynamite, the goats, and then just Scott Bakula yeah. hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the master Lucky of illusion. Man. There you go. Yeah. This here is the wildest wide in the wilderness. And Scott Bakula. <laughs> Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you went a little uh, Joe Exotic there. <laughs> yeah, you Scott got to go full Bakula, Joe you lying bitch. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your number four? My number four is an amazing John Woo film where the main character and the villain actually assume each other's identities. And I mentioned Uh. them uh, a little bit before in my list. It is Face Off with uh, History of Cussing's Nicolas Cage and uh, not doing anything right now. uh, I don't know. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. John Travolta. John Travolta. Oh, my gosh. I would rip his face off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I just watched that on Friday, Alex, with, the, mm-hmm. with, with some work people. And uh, it is also my number four. 
<laughs> is, yeah. So we started. Uh, I, I don't know if we we started talking about uh, Racer by saying how just fucking bonkers it was. Like not even in the same ballpark as Face Up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Face Up is so fucking ridiculous from beginning to end. Oh my gosh, have, have we have we done that? I, I think I, I ask this like once, like every few weeks, and we actually. Yeah. I want to say that we have done Face Off. I don't think we have, but oh, I'd yeah. like to say we have, so no one puts yeah. it on our list. <laughs> oh, it's don't say that. They go to they go to don't surgery. Say things, and, don't say things you don't Scott, mean. It's, Jeff. A, it's already on your list, Scott. Woo! Woo! Yeah, the operation to become somebody else takes twenty fucking minutes. And it changes all your bone structure and height and body mass and everything, and, and musculature and, and, and everything. And dong, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the missus did not uh, did not recognize him until she touched her face. The face touching. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. save, save it for the save, save it for me. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys both had that. So my number four comes from I mean it could come from multiple movies because this character kind of did this a lot but I am gonna go with um Thor Ragnarok and Loki pre- pre- uh pretending to be Odin. But okay. And so he's he's running to town. <laughs> oh shit the town. Whatever <laughs> that place is. Agnar- Asgard. Asgard and I love it when Thor shows up. Oh shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's great. But Loki assumes a lot of identities throughout the Marvel movies, but I particularly are taking that one. Who, who Jeff? Loki. Who? <laughs> Say the line, Jeff. <laughs> it's not my line. It's Scott's line. But I'm not the one that brought him up. <laughs> He's got his head. Okay. Scott, <laughs> Scott lives by a code. <laughs> the head. And that code is if you I bring almost up said Benedict Cumberbatch, that's the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. It's not my thing to do. Yes. Oh, oh, you want me to say Tom Hiddleston's Loki? Yes. Is that what you're yes, yes thank you. Damn it. All right. <laughs> the hid. Uh, anyway, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, playing Loki, impersonating um, Hannibal Lecter's Odin. Mm-hmm. And uh, there it is. Uh-huh. Why can't I think of the actor's name right now? Who plays who plays Odin? Anthony Hopkins, uh, Sir Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, mm. Sir Sir Anthony Hopkins, Odin. Um. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is the animated feature film Mulan. Uh, all right, such a good movie. Mulan uh, wants to uh, fight instead of her father because he's got a gimpy leg and he can't fight anymore. <sighs> So she goes to the army and assumes the identity of Ping. And everybody is cool with it. Until they find out she has boobs. I don't, I don't think it works quite like that, but but basically. <laughs> yeah. The doctor goes and sees her after the, the she, she kills off an entire army. And the doctor's like, mm, nope. And then Donnie Yang kicks all kinds of ass. Except he doesn't really... Which is yep. super disappointing. That is true. And then Jet Li shows up and you don't even realize it's Jet Li. Yeah. What? Oh, you, I thought you were talking about the animated yeah, version. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... Okay. Yeah. I'm making a dumb joke. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're on to <laughs> Scott's number three. Yes. <laughs> okay. So my number three, uh, going back to the Arnie machine, uh, is Total Recall. Recall, recall, recall. Where where Hauser is <laughs> pretending to be Quaid, or is it Quaid we pretending might just to be Hauser? Sound bite. We don't that know. Hauser and Quaid. But there's definitely some identities being assumed here. Uh, honorable um, mention for see me. See at the party. I used it last week. Didn't want to use it two weeks <laughs> in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Or is Cohagen actually cornflakes? Who knows. Okay, uh, well, my number three is <laughs> Norman Bates playing Mommy Bates. Norman? <laughs> playing Master oh. Master Bates. <laughs> playing Master Mommy Bates. Ah, but the servant waits while the master baits. Uh, so there it is. He assumed the identity of his dead mother killing innocent women in the showers and detectives walking upstairs <laughs> very yeah. very long stairs <laughs> tap dancing backwards stairs at the end <laughs> yeah all right alex number two my number two is from the usual suspects verbal <gasps> kaiser sose phenomenal kaiser Almost my one, yeah it's, it's such a amazing twist at the end of that movie Spoiler alert. Too late. Kaiser shows it. I've never been a huge fan of that movie. Maybe I need to see it again. I just, I never took to it like most people did. Um, it's still a good ending. You get twists and everything. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was lucky enough to not, not even get a, oh, you need to see this movie thing. It was just, I happened to see it. Had no idea what, what it was about. No idea mm-hmm. what was going on with it. Same. So, yeah, that was like for that one. Like I, I just know the whole time. Oh, it was a twist. <laughs> you know, and then I feel so smart that I figure it out like two seconds before the big reveal. Like oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It's <laughs> the fax machine <laughs> yeah. spitting out the image halfway through. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Can't fool me. <laughs> All right, um, Scott number two. Okay, uh, my number two is uh, the longest running assumed identity in, in all of film. And that would be <gasps> Bond, James Bond. Uh, <gasps> so through uh, Connery, all the way through Daniel Craig, uh, and then all the other actors in between, uh, the ultimate British spy, uh, lady killer, alcoholic, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably probably spread around more than his fair share of stds uh but uh he's your man he always gets the job done uh and i as, as i've said I'm, I'm i'm a big bond fan uh so i'm uh curious to see how the next bond movie gets released with everything going on but uh it was yep the uh, james bond one more one more is there to say in there Bond, James Bond. All right. That's a nice one. My number two is from a movie called Dave, and it's Dave playing the president. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, nice. Good pull. Pull him in. 
Yeah? No. Not Bill Pullman. <laughs> Different president. Oh, is it Bill Paxton? Not Bill Paxton. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. The guy looks like, uh, now I don't know the actor's name. Who is it? Fish called Wanda. Oh, Kevin Klein? Kevin Klein. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> nope. Not that. Not Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Klein. No, he says, uh, that, remember we had that whole conversation. How he says that he in does? a fish called Wanda. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. Oh, so that's where Sorbo got it. Yeah. Anyway, he happens to look like the president and the president dies like having sex with his mistress or something. Or has like a heart attack anyway. anyway. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they, they didn't want to, I don't know. I forgot the whole plot. Why they just didn't let the nation know that the president was hurt. But he steps in and he does a good job. And he falls in love with the first lady who is Ellen Ripley. And then. The dad from Beethoven is his accountant and he fixes the economy or something. I really don't remember the economy. It's been a while. <laughs> and then we get we get involved in the conflict in the Southeast Asia. It's pretty depressing. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, so, Alex, number one. My number one. And sorry if you guys have this on your list as well, but the ultimate assumed identity that is held fast for, uh, I don't know, close to 100 years now? Almost. Cal L. Clark Kent. Superman. Honorable mention. Didn't even think about superheroes like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that <laughs> this was, whole list could have been superheroes. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why I didn't yeah. want him on there. Yeah. But Superman that's is a good one. Yeah, the the ultimate, the one, the one and only. There it is. It's, it's a good one. I I should have had it on my list. I'm upset. All right, Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is uh, Supergirl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, my, my number one is Usual Suspects. Nice. Kaiser Shose. All right. Well, my number one is Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad <laughs> slash Better Call Saul. And... I guess since this show is still running, I won't say too much about it, but it's kind of the whole premise of the the, movie, the show that's out right now, Saul Goodman. Or it's Better Call Saul, I should say. Um, ah, damn it. There I it is. Really on. good. I don't think yeah. you still haven't seen it, right? Or both of you or just Scott? No, I haven't it? seen it. Seen it. I know. I got to get on it. Seriously, get on it. Have, do you have seen Breaking Bad at least? Nope. I got two Oof. episodes in where that guy got liquefied in the bathtub. Oof, you guys got to get on that. I know. All right. Um, any honorable mentions? I have one that just popped in my mind while you guys were talk- talking. And Alex, as the host of Quotes from Springfield, I'm disappointed mm. that you don't have Armin Tamzarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, Principal Skinner. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. You guys have any other? Oh, Weekend at Bernie's, because they kind of use him to do stuff, but I did. Bernie Lomack. Uh, Homer's, <laughs> Homer's the Beer Baron. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Darth Vader count? No. <laughs> you get shot down quickly. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> there it is. Could be Boosh or Bosch. Oh, yeah, Boosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Boosh. Boosh. I like it. All right. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Well, the entire uh, 
the sporting community and definitely the baseball community mourning these recent uh, this past week at the passing of hammering Hank Aaron, yeah. living legend in his time. Yeah, the 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 real deal too. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Hell yeah. I don't I don't know if we we talked about. Um, that's not I guess too far from this. I don't know if we talked about time of the sword at all. Oh, we did. didn't. Oh, he yeah, passed so, away too. So yeah, he passed away recently as well. Um, another legend, like even outside of the the Dodgers organization. But but Hank Aaron is just like in the, in the class unto himself. Like like there's there's like the Hall of Famers, there's the all time greats, and then there's people like Hank Aaron. Uh, so yep. MLB's home run leader Barry Bounds doesn't count. <laughs> 755. I remember as a kid, I had baseball was the first sport, probably really the only sport where I have the numbers, like these statistical numbers, right? You have as a 54 consecutive games with Joe DiMaggio having a hit, you know, hitting 400, 60 home runs, slash 61 home runs, slash seven, whatever those numbers keep changing. But 755, Hank Aaron, that's all time home runs. And then I just look, Barry Bonds only broke it by like three. Three or four, and he was juicing up out of his mind. So yeah, I know. Yeah, um, yeah in, yeah. in in one of our uh, like different chats that we have, uh, uh, I, I posted a. I, I had seen it on Reddit, but it was the original scouting report for for Hank Aaron, and it's it's a blast from the past. Um, <laughs> some some of it like the the verbiage on it because this was from the the sixties or the fifties. It's not super PC, um, but mm-hmm. like when they're 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 rating his abilities. So I think this is when he was like 18 years old or whatever. But they 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 have it marked down for like speed was like good, like throwing arm like good, um, like hitting good for power. They put fair, like the guy scouting <laughs> him put fair, like that's such uh, like not not aged well kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a, a really funny little thing that uh, this guy that they put. Oh yeah, he'll probably hit a few homers to to the all time leader. Um, the you know I was rewatching when when he broke the the record, uh, and and you know I I don't know who like I, I don't know a lot about announcers outside of the L.A. Southern California area. Um, so I don't know who typically did Braves games. Um, it was Bob Uecker. <laughs> it was not Bob Uecker. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, they're playing the Dodgers, so you get the Vince Scully call on him breaking it. And then I think Vince Scully um, only adds to the moment. And it's just super cool. And you actually see people run onto the field to, like, shake his hand. Like, white dudes run on the field to shake his hand. Um which is not something you'd see now because rightfully so they would be like tackled before they ever got to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in this case, you know, it was, it was a special moment and, you know, the, the opposing team are like shaking his hand and, and, you know, as he's going around the bases, like something you would never see like now with, with a couple of exceptions for, for things. Um, so, uh, yeah, just. I remember when McGuire hit his set, hit, when he broke, uh, Maris's record because before we knew well before we knew yeah. all the juice and stuff was going on they shook his hand as he was rounding the bases yeah it happens every once in a while but it's just so yeah. rare but you're right the fans 
two freaking hair farmers yeah. <laughs> shake his head as he's rounding third. He's still on the base path. Right yeah, now. yeah. Like nowadays, yeah, they I would have been scared even, shitless like, if I was hating. Like someone just clotheslined him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Especially he, knowing all the bullshit that he went through, like uh, just getting even close to to breaking Babe Ruth's record. Oh yeah, he was getting death threats and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah just a lot of bullshit. It's, a, it's just a class mm-hmm. act. Um, one of, <laughs> part of one of my favorite uh, jokes from from Futurama, or they they have a baseball episode, which I highly recommend, the Blurns Ball episode. Uh, <laughs> but they they go to like the Hall of Fame, or I forget where it is, where it is exactly, and they they have uh, this character who's supposed to be. Uh, Hank Aaron's like great, 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 great grandson or whatever. Oh yeah, who, who's in the Hall of Fame is the worst baseball player ever, um, <laughs> and they have Hank Aaron actually voice him, and it, it's it's all really funny. But at one point, you know, they have the heads in the jars. <laughs> there's there's Wade Boggs head in a jar, and he takes a swig from the <laughs> from the, the, the Wade Boggs jar <laughs> and says, mm, "Wade Boggs goes down smooth." <laughs> so so fucking funny. Uh, it's uh yeah yeah just just a sad sad moment yeah mm-hmm. all right it's time for niam news <laughs> yeah 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 it was yeah uh um some other bad news uh because uh, we're, we're already in the down spot here um yeah. larry king has passed away that was a, a legend of a different sort uh kind of the really i I don't know there's still a couple guys but kind of the last of the old school like tv personalities uh i mean flurry king's been around for a bajillion years so yeah seriously the the dude had a good run um so you know it's still sad um you know the the thing that keeps getting posted now is the danny pudi uh, thing about, <laughs> fantastic but i work on ducktales yeah. <laughs> i'm on ducktales i'm on ducktales <laughs> duck what's, what's a luxury to you larry i don't know a private jet i'm on ducktales <laughs> yeah uh so uh you know r.i.p to, to all these guys um you're just uh, the one where the one where jerry seinfeld gets on him is pretty cool he's like he's on his so what happened with the show? Did it get canceled or something? And Jerry's like, get canceled? We were the number one show in America. It was all over the yeah. news. I stepped down. <laughs> well, I don't know these things. Come on, Larry, do your homework. Kevin Pollock oh, uh, has, has a podcast. And part, part of things he, one of the things he does is well, people random randomly call up and do Larry King impressions, but they have to start it with like a caller f- from some fucking weird town. So like from Schenectady or from Walla Walla, Washington, like whatever, <laughs> wherever people call in from his show. Um, uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Larry King, another end of a old school, I guess. Um, moving mm-hmm. on to nerdier things. Mm-hmm. Uh Saw the Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Uh, oh yeah, pretty cool. Uh, if if all you want to see is kaiju fight each other, hey, that's that's what we're getting here. It, it was a thing that was great about Kong Skull Island, 
And it looks like we're getting more of the same here. Uh, it looks like there's characters carrying on from the last movie or two. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I didn't see the the newest one by Gareth Edwards. I didn't see the one that that, that had the first one with Millie Bobby Brown. Um, has there been more than oh, one of Godzilla those? Oh, Godzilla King of the Monsters? Yeah. That was cool. Has, wasn't there like a, a follow-up to that one already? No, it was uh, the, the first Godzilla with uh, What's-His-Face from Kick-Ass. Yeah, and, uh, Aaron Johnson. Yeah, and uh, Brian Cranston. And then Godzilla King of the Monsters was a sequel to that one. Okay, okay. Well, I haven't seen either one of them. But, yeah, uh, and then Kong Skull Island and now Godzilla vs. Kong or whatever. Okay. I saw I saw a disturbing lack of Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson, but I guess I'll get over it. Who? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember his character in that movie, so I can't... <laughs> I can't do Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston got, Godzilla's Hidd. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, that's a distinct lack of the Hid and, and Brie Larson. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm sure I will survive, though. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. at, at any rate, yeah, the trailer was cool. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out. I'm, I'm assuming pretty soon they're, they're showing trailers like this. Uh, HBO Max. Oh, is that next month, then, maybe? I don't know, I just, but I know we can watch it on HBO Max. That is, that is correct. Noise. Uh, so the other, the other thing, with the thing that's going to take us a little longer is a WandaVision. So I don't know if you guys want to go through your stuff first, then we finish out on WandaVision. Have you guys watched it, first of all, the third episode? Yep. I've watched it. Okay. All right. Well, then let's, let's, let's finish out on that. Uh, so uh, before we get to that, Alex, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I got a couple quick reviews so far. Uh, I just watched Doctor Strangelove for the first time, and I loved it. It was hilarious. So you learned to love the bomb, then? I did learn to love the bomb. What's the title of the movie, Alex? I'll look it up. It's Doctor Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Yeah, close enough. I don't remember the whole... (laughs) You don't remember. I don't. It's yeah, a long name. I, George C. Scott. I mean, I haven't seen Pat, I haven't seen Patton, but I only know him from <laughs> the scene from Patton and Football in the Groin. But <laughs> he was absolutely hilarious in this movie. I think he might have been my favorite. My favorite part him in the war room and everything. He's got to see the big board. It's, yeah, it's phenomenal. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, we know fighting in the war room. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, so many classic lines, subtle and over, like just ridiculous comedy. It's fantastic. It's a definite must watch. Uh, another thing is a book that I just started reading uh, called "The Emperor," uh, the Gobl- Goblin Emperor. Or oh, Emperor. I've actually yeah. read that one. Oh yeah, Ha-ha. I read a book. I am it, it's, nerd. Yeah, it's nerd. A, it's <laughs> so far it's kind of like a high fantasy book, but it's more uh, political intrigue. I'm only up to chapter five, and usually that kind of stuff doesn't uh, like isn't palatable to me. I don't find it entertaining, but this book is is really hooking me with stuff. I think it helps that the chapters, <laughs> at least right now, are really short, so I can take it in like little bite sized chunks. Especially since it's a, this is a completely new fantasy world, so it throws a lot of you know fantasy bullshit names at me like right off the bat. <laughs> I'm like, what the? F- I don't know. Are, so are, are you? What, what are you reading this on, Alex? Out of curiosity. Uh, paper. Oh, you actually papyrus. Got, oh wow, you actually got yeah. a physical media. 
analog. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the wife got it for me on the recommendation of, on one of her friends. Okay. Yeah. So, so far, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I guess I'll review the whole thing after I'm done. Yep, cool. Yeah, I, I uh, enjoyed it as well. Hmm. Good to know. Uh, and lastly, I have beaten my first playthrough of Cyberpunk 77, 2077. And for the most part, I liked it. Uh, the ending, uh, see, the, the ending was satisfactory. I really liked it. I think I got the super mega happy ending is what I like to call it. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> mine, mine took a very, without spoiling, it took a very hard sci-fi bent, which was cool. But mm. not necessarily happy by any stretch of the imagination. I see. Uh, well, this is the thing that really irked me about this ending is that you can pretty much play, you know, whatever character you want that you can set up with the backstories and you can romance. There's a couple couple romance options. But in this ending, it is very clear what gender you were supposed to play, who you were supposed to romance and what faction you were supposed to be in order to for this ending to make like 100 percent sense. And that was annoying. Hmm. A small inconvenience, but uh, okay, I, I can see that. The, the ending I picked was was a lot more gender neutral, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, but for this one, I mean, it still was satisfactory. I still liked it, and it was it it was a bit touching at the end. But it's like, oh, I think it would have been better if I did that with this character and romance this character and stuff like that, you know. So. Uh, but yeah, it overall was good, and I plan to uh, play it again. So, see so, the other endings. So, so just again, I know this this game is getting a lot of flack. Um, I think a part of the oh, reason yeah, I, I enjoyed the, a lot of the it release was awful. Yeah, I played it on a decent, decent PC rig, so mm -hmm. I didn't run into a lot of these issues, issues that other people had. But a lot of the other complaints are so-called promises the devs made that they didn't deliver on. But I pretty much watched the initial trailer way back in twenty oh. 2008 or whatever the hell it came out <laughs> and and i was like okay i'm just gonna play this game whenever it comes out like i didn't need to know anymore at that point and uh so yeah <laughs> I, I went in fresh so i didn't have anything to like be disappointed on that score of things anyways there's certainly things that i would have liked to have seen the game do differently but mm -hmm. uh yeah overall I, I really enjoyed it agreed yeah i kind of went in blind i'd only seen like a couple like short trailers and stuff more flash than actual like revealing story stuff uh so yeah overall enjoyed the experience okay uh anything else you wanted to go over alex uh no not that i can recall right now no, no. no. all right uh jeff anything you want to talk about oh yeah i i started and finished season three of cobra kai Nice. Highly, highly recommend, uh, as I mentioned with other ep episodes and seasons of Cobra Kai. <laughs> if, like I said, it's a big if. You have to be, you know, you're a Karate Kid fan growing up. I, I think if you don't carry that baggage with you, it's it's probably stupid and corny and you don't <laughs> want anything to do with it. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's lots of nostalgia uh, points in this. And so without spoiling it, I really watched. I really liked it. And if you like Karate Kid, watch it, too. I, and I, with, there's. 10 half an hour episodes. So I burned through it in like two and a half days. Um, really good. Are they, are they all on Hulu Netflix now? 
Netflix. Netflix. They're all on Netflix. They're all Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. The first two seasons were made on that YouTube Red or whatever right. that thing was, and now Netflix bought them all out, and now they're just and the new season everything's Netflix. Um, awesome. And then the other thing I started watching was the uh, oh no, on Disney Plus they released a bunch of Pixar shorts. I watched those. Ooh. So if you guys are interested in that, okay, like new newer like, ones or just stuff that hadn't been on there before. That I don't know. I'm not a big Pixar guy, so okay. it's. But they're all based on Pixar movies, right? There'll be Toy Story ones and Nemo ones, and oh, okay, so it wasn't like one of cars. the shorts they like one of the standalone shorts. No, they have those too. And and, and this they, though, it was all based on characters from Pixar movies. These uh, ones that okay. we saw, I see. Uh, but and there's like no voices, <laughs> so, except uh, these two as a. Bunny and uh, it's Key and Peele are doing the voices of these characters. I don't really know what they're from. Oh, from Toy Story 4. Okay, I think that's what Laura said. Bunny yeah. and Rabbit. I don't know. But no voices. So it'll just be like um, Buzz Lightyear doing some board stuff. But they're all like a minute long, two minutes long of that. and They're, they're cute, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and those you fly. There's like 10 of them and you're done in obviously 20 minutes. <laughs> And I also on Netflix, I started watching the Night Stalker documentary about the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, which I'm not really into that kind of stuff. But that was one that hits close to home because it hit close to home. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if but you guys remember about that when we were growing up. It was pretty scary as a kid. And so I've kind of following that now. We'll see where it goes. So he always tie your shoes. See, I don't even know a lot of this stuff, so I'm going into it. I remember being scared. My mom telling me a bunch of lies now because everything was, oh, he wouldn't hurt. He only hurts old people. Then I'm finding out he's kidnapping children and doing all sorts of weird stuff. So (laughs) thanks, mom. I was able to sleep at night. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's all I got besides, I guess, what we're going to talk about next. Okay. Yeah, well, one of these times we'll have to to spend uh, some more time on Pixar shorts. uh... All right. Oh, yeah. Just put it on your list. Watch on a bunch to of WandaVision. All right, so we're, we're into the, the third episode. Uh, this one starts uh, more of a definitely Brady Bunch. Uh, maybe, I don't know, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Ro- I got both of those. Ro- Rhoda, like the music. Um, but yeah, definitely we're 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 definitely in the seventies now. <laughs> definitely, definitely in the seventies. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, and uh, you know, picks up picks up where we left off last week with with her being pregnant, uh, and the 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 pregnancy um, uh, just as as she was already like really showing at the end of last week, the 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 pregnancy is accelerated, and basically over the course of the episode. She she basically goes through the whole thing, um, and they 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 have the the twins. Um, I was a little surprised that it was two boys. I I was expecting a boy and a girl. I don't know if you guys were. Yes, I was. So it was a little then surprised. They said two by boys, that. and it's like, oh okay, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot a lot more of the kind of bewitched stuff where she's just making stuff happen. Um, the uh we get get a little more glimpse in this this episode about the the neighbors being more than they seem um i i kind yeah. of like oh, 
I think that that they actually are real people, or at least aspects of real people. Um, we get to see more of that now. How the other neighbors kind of just hanging out there all day to watch him, um, which is which is I think why he saw us through the the fence, not not just as a gag, but because of uh, him being there. And then um, Catherine Hahn shows up, and they had that weird exchange about um, God, I can't remember her name, uh, but the Foxy. What? Foxy? <laughs> Foxy Cleopatra. No. Yeah. Uh, ah, geez, I can't remember her name. But um, she shows up and, and uh, for for sitcom shenanigans, but all of a sudden things get real. And uh, she she asks her if her brother was killed by Ultron. And that makes oh, yeah. uh, Wanda freak out. Um, and she winds up getting shot out of the construct. So we actually see that, that there is like an actual like area that's been cordoned off here. Um, mm-hmm. so, so question to you guys, what, what do you think was up with all those people training guns on her when she landed in that field outside of the construct? Um, well, to me, this seems like it's definitely Wanda's construct, she obviously doesn't want Vision to figure out what's going on. And I believe this agency is something that has, has set up a perimeter around whatever bubble she's created in order to monitor it. Kind of like how S.H.I.E.L.D. did uh, Thor's hammer. Kind of like that. So maybe they saw somebody fly out of there and they came out guns a-blazing because they didn't know who that was. So, uh, Jeff... Any any thoughts on that before I give my? Uh, I mean, I I still think yeah, it's her construct, but I think they're trying to coax her out of it. I uh, and then when she comes out of it, they gotta they want to capture her or something. But I, uh, yeah, that's basically. I, I think anytime that's why this girl was kind of prodding her, like yeah, Ultron did that, killed yeah. your brother, right? And yeah. So trying to get her to think about stuff to kind of get her out of whatever. Things, whatever, what she's done to herself to, to to stop her thinking about reality and just put her into this dream world that she's created. But oh, damn. Well, I don't know much more than that. I'm not sure. So, so yeah. I, I think that that's that's an interesting take. Um, that that would explain why they're going through this like hyper accelerated family life. Um, not, so not only are they skipping decades, but they went straight from newlyweds basically to. Um, basically integrating themselves in, into the daily life of what's like Westfield or whatever mm-hmm. um, to having kids over, over a very short span. Um, so I think that there's t- actually two groups here. Um, I, I actually think the, the sword and circle thing are, are there to help them in some way. And then the rest of it is... Um, the people that train, like that, have actually working the cordon um, around the, the whatever construct that, that, I see. that that drew the guns on her, because maybe she yeah. wasn't supposed to be in there. Um, although the, the Captain Han and, and the other neighbor, they they seem to know why she was there, um, or why at least she didn't have a house and was different, a little bit different from everybody else. Mm. Um, do you think that Catherine Hahn and the yeah, the neighbor, uh, for his name, the black guy, when he was cutting through, 
are they does Wanda have them trapped in here and he was trying to cut himself out is, it, is that kind of a metaphor for that maybe or something uh, that's that's not a it's not a bad leap um, that's yeah. interesting um, hmm so I did have one thing spoiled and I hate Kevin Smith and I won't spoil it for you guys but based on casting and people that we've seen already have names of different characters in the Marvel universe. So I hate this. I go watch he's I want to talk <laughs> about this episode and then he's like, "Well, we know because of the casting that said what her name was, we know that's this person." Uh, and I, I okay. freaking hate that. And, and uh, it wasn't a huge man. spoiler cuz I don't know much about that character to begin with, but it was just like uh, I hate that. And there's another one I watched. I was like, you know, 10 things you missed. And yeah, I missed it because, oh yeah, you're talking about shit that happened in the comic books. Well, <laughs> fuck you, guy. <laughs> Turn it off. That one started, he started in something about she had babies in the comic books and what this could, it could it be what happens in the comics? I was like, oh, I don't know, but I'm turning you off now and you're never going to get me a view again. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you not spoiling it for us. Uh, yeah, st- stay off the internet, guys. <laughs> uh, internet's no good. Um, so we, as Alex pointed out, uh, we we do see her kind of reset uh, vision again. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, and then you know we we start to see more or additional ominous stuff. Um, it this really is a slow burn because yeah. Like this episode didn't have a whole lot more in in that vein over the last episode. Um, you know, the last episode you had the the radio uh, call to Wanda, and then the other woman freaked out. Um, but that was kind of the extent of it. Um, and then all of a sudden she was pregnant at the end. And then well, well we had the beekeeper too. That that was weird. And Wanda resets. Um, and this one, get the neighbors let on that they they know more about things. The doctor. Um, gives the line about how you know you can't really escape the town. Yeah, small town. Um, yeah, you can't can't really get out of it. Um, so uh, there was also Make the your way to Shell Beach. Yeah, another Shell Beach. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Shell Beach. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot more than that. Although I guess we actually do see the thing at the end where we actually do see that there's there's something really weird going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did like again how when she got spat out. That the the aspect ratio and the the resolution changed. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah so that was interesting. Um, although this episode didn't end with with the change of that, I was kind of looking forward to that. Um, so be interested to see if they start off in the seventies again next episode or not. Or and it well, goes I mean, into the 80s. That, that, that'll just be a running thing through the show, where we get to see like what they're kind of parodying next. Um. Yeah. The other thing I, I, I want to talk about is the the commercial. Um, Hydra soap. So I think the first two were a little more subtle. Um, although they, I mean, they straight up say Stark, whatever, and then Strucker. So I guess for them to go Hydra, um, you know, I'm wondering if the items that they're peddling are mean anything or that they keep using the same actress too, which is interesting. Um, mm. That same dude didn't pop up this time around, the, like the spokesman. Um, but it's the same actress from the from the first two commercials. Uh, so you could see like what horrible things keep happening to her <laughs> as as, as the, the season goes on. Yeah, I honestly didn't catch the the reference because I just thought Hydra as in hydration, Hydra soap. 
Hail Hydra Soap. Hail Hydra Soap. Hydra Soap. Hydroxy Cut. Yeah. Hydra. Mm. It's uh-huh. all a conspiracy. Uh, um, so I was going to say, you mentioned how like yeah, not much is we learned from last episode of this episode. That They're kind of losing me on this. I am... I still don't know what I'm supposed to be. It's just three episodes in. This is a third of the series or show. And I mean, it's cool that we can guess about all these things. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm watching. This is just going to be two of our Marvel characters pretending to be in sitcoms the whole time. And then there's this weird, mysterious thing in the background. But it's, I don't know. I'm not hooked. If, they, if I never saw another episode, I wouldn't be upset right now. I'm going to tell you that much. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not hooked. If that makes any sense, yeah. and I'm getting a little frustrated. Yeah, okay. no, I, I, can, Take it I, easy. Can see, I can see how people. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is, it's definitely a slow burn. Um, it, it definitely helps that if if you like watch a lot of these shows. Yeah. Uh, so. Right, but I get that. But is that what I'm watching? Just like a spoof of all my favorite shows? I probably, I probably, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think a little more fondly of those shows than you do, maybe Jeff. So like that novelty might be wearing off. I mean, you might like it more than me, but I'm just saying, if that's what this show is, then fine. But I'm, I don't know. I I need more than that. And these little bits they're dropping us, these ten second clips each episode, is like not enough to. I want to know what I'm supposed to be, what I'm watching here. Well, yeah, I think the hints are getting bigger every time, too. Like, all the weirdness is getting amped up. Yeah. And now we get to see that there's actually an outside world to all this. Because even when they pulled out in the radio on the first episode, it could have been just like a little enclosed thing or maybe somewhere other, another place in the town. Now we know that there is an outside to that construct and that it's in the real, you know, world, so to speak. So the, clue, the clues are getting bigger. Right, so, so yeah. uh, if they do jump to the '80s, what what do you guys think will be next? It rose Cosby out. Show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saw, that's it, actually a really good guess, if not for. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, well, it's Disney, so an ABC show. So yeah, Roseanne's not a bad one. The Wonder Years be meta they're pretending to be back in the 50s what the hell god hell my android just talked to me and said roseanne (laughs) (laughs) give me a heart attack yeah i'd say cosby show married to children i'm gonna say roseanne do they do do you guys think they changed the interior of the house yes they do they did every show yeah yeah right I was pretty sure it was different, but I couldn't. I wasn't one hundred percent on that. Oh, really? <laughs> it's it looked way different. Well, I mean, to me. with just like different angles and stuff, so uh, I wasn't entirely sure. Nah, even on the second episode, it was like, oh, that's a different. Well, it, def- it definitely looked like the Brady House with the stairs in the middle. Of yeah, the, yeah. Like, every shot. Yeah, I was. Yeah, the the stair- very- a staircase was identical <laughs> to a Brady staircase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the very first house didn't have stairs at all. The very first right. black and white TV set. And then the next one, they had the furniture rearranged a little bit. Yeah. Well, it was different furniture. And yeah, the, the door was in the is in another place. Yeah. yeah it's the, di- completely the f- different sets. Yeah. The first set totally reminded me of I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. And then the second one. Yeah. More we talked about Bewitched. And this one was. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go ahead and call the 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 full house like the TJF-esque. <laughs> opening for the next one where 
all the characters stop to like smile at the camera, like in the middle of whatever the fuck there is. They're doing. Too many cooks. Yeah, too, yeah, the too many cooks. Opening. Too many cooks. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, would that be nineties though or eighties? Uh, uh, that'd be nineties. That did Full it House it crossed. crossed I'm pretty sure it crossed. Well, I guess maybe it's like a fa- like late. Oh, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be like the Family Ties with like the sketches. <laughs> what would you do, man? man. Mm, that could be it. Or, or any of the family ties, uh, growing pains, any of those. Yeah. I, hmm. So the one thing I was going to say, I didn't, I was going to say Brady Bunch predicting for this, you know, last week, but I was like, no, but it doesn't make sense. Cause it's, there's still just a couple and okay. Maybe they have one kid, but so it doesn't really make sense to mimic that, but that doesn't really matter. It's not like they have to match like, Oh, okay. And this when they're raising twins. So it has to be about, you know, a couple of raising kids, but it could be anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just hope some shit better get start getting answered or <laughs> there's gonna be, be some fucking explosions. Yeah. I don't need explosions. <laughs> I just needed something to happen. Yeah, anything. I mean, she had kids. That's something. Yeah, shit's happening. She gave birth for the entire episode, and she had she she uh. Anyway, I'm saying <laughs> I like it, but I'm not a big fan. Okay, so far. All right. Like I just can't see me going back and rewatching this unless like the endings like the last few episodes are so good that I'm like okay let me go back and look for stuff that I missed which this this kind of show will be that obviously there's gonna be stuff that we miss but Mm -hmm. there it is yeah all right then Uh, anything else that you guys want to add to that Uh, nope yeah after we watched uh wandavision i went and watched the ending of endgame again just because why not <laughs> i was on disney plus i'm like <gasps> just, just fast forward to like that the, the portal scene pretty much yeah. yeah it is it's it's i fast forward to uh cap getting the hammer Por- and then stop when tony stark dies yeah, por- portal scene <laughs> yeah tony saying i'm iron man and then i skip to watch the the credits like the when when everybody his name's popping up and they have a little clip and everything. Yeah. And then I want to cry. Then I watch John Favreau talk to the daughter about cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah. I skipped mm-hmm. that part. I can't handle it. <laughs> I get, I get, I get like, I get like fucking misty eyed just when I see John Favreau pop in the credits and he's just like tapping his badge. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like the scene they chose for him. Yeah. Just that was fucking great. Was it Iron Man three? <laughs> he was doing that. Hey, He's tapping his badge, like, read the name tag, Grandma. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. All right. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to go uh, to our patreon.com slash Hans shot first and support us. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, we need your money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. got to keep the, the podcast lights on. Yeah. We're yeah. a small business. Bail us out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't get smaller than this. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. All right. Yep. Be excellent to each other. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, wear your masks. Please go get a vaccine if you can. You're Fauci ouchie. <laughs> I saw that. Fauci ouchie. All right. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. And see you. <laughs> thanks. Bye. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Mm-hmm.
Welcome, everybody, to Hans <laughs> Shot First. Off to a good start. Yeah. Um, you know, let's do that again. Just keep recording, though. Just gonna do yeah. it. I haven't messed that up in a long time.